Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, February 24th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Circuit Attorney of St. Louis is not giving in to former progressive allies or Republican rivals calling on her to step aside. Kim Gardner is facing pressure to resign following a crash that left a teen without her legs. Gardner insists an effort by the Missouri Attorney General to force her out won't stop her from doing her job. The Attorney General, as others, used this tragic happening to this young lady as a political stunt of an unelected individual to stop the voice of the people in the city of St. Louis. Gardner and Bailey yesterday had dueling news conferences about the political showdown. And Attorney General Bailey is using a judicial maneuver to try to force Gardner from office. This is not about politics. This is about the rule of law and justice. Prosecutors are charged with holding wrongdoers accountable under the criminal code. Prosecutors who failed to do that aren't doing their job. Gardner is defiant. That's where St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum picks up the story. Gardner is facing widespread criticism for how a man who was on house arrest seriously injured a teenage athlete over the weekend. At a press conference that featured some of Gardner's supporters shouting down reporters, Gardner made it clear that she wasn't going anywhere. This is nothing more than voter suppression, which we've seen on a national level as well as in the state of Missouri. Gardner, though, is facing heat from some of her traditional allies. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones said on Wednesday that Gardner, quote, has lost the trust of the people. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. We will go more in-depth on this story in just a few minutes. A new lawsuit challenges a Missouri law that resulted in books being removed from school libraries. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports. The ACLU filed the lawsuit on behalf of the Missouri Association of School Librarians. The suit says the new Missouri law infringes on speech, expression, and due process for educators and librarians. Melissa Corey is the president of the Library Association that is part of the lawsuit. She says librarians want to reflect their students' experiences on library shelves. Any law that's going to evaluate a book based, you know, not on its entire content, but potentially an excerpt is something that's incredibly concerning. The law made it a crime to provide visual, sexually explicit material to students. It resulted in the removal of hundreds of titles from school libraries in Missouri. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Boeing will end production of the F-A-18 Super Hornet fighter jet in 2025. Roughly 1,500 workers are part of that program. Most are based in St. Louis. Boeing says production could go into 2027 if there are more orders from India. The company plans to focus on other production, including a training aircraft and a refueling drone. Boeing says there are plans to continue hiring in the region over the next five years. It brought roughly 900 workers on board last year in the St. Louis area. Workers in South St. Louis County are using huge machines to dig a $175 million tunnel. It's part of the Metropolitan St. Louis Sewer District project to prevent overflow throughout the region. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis has more on how it could help protect the environment. We're going down in this elevator shaft from a crane. All right, watch your step. There are some rocks down here. Right now, I'm standing under South St. Louis County in a large tunnel. It's dark, wet, rainy, 
muddy, and smells a lot like sediment. MSD plans to phase out its Fenton wastewater treatment facility, which is prone to flooding. The tunnel will then take water to the lower Miramac treatment plant. Brian Holsher is executive director and CEO of the sewer district. This gives us a bunch of different things. So helps the environment, helps us with the water quality, and the cause of our problem with the water quality is the overflows that were occurring out into the river. MSD's effort is among a number of such projects across the country. Many cities are using combined sewer systems that can easily get overwhelmed by stormwater and sewage. Janet McCabe is deputy director of the Environmental Protection Agency. She says a lot of them are being upgraded. We're seeing more severe storms with, uh, with climate change. Um, so when you put those two things together, it is really important to uh, be, be putting money into these projects. MSD plans to finish the tunnel in about two years. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's Republican Attorney General and the Democratic Circuit Attorney of St. Louis are in a political standoff. Andrew Bailey demanded Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's resignation by noon yesterday. She refused. Bailey moved ahead with a rarely used state law to force her out. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman discusses the standoff with our Jonathan All. Rachel, can you briefly explain what a quo waranto actually is? The phrase in Latin literally means by what authority, and it's a mechanism in law by which the attorney general or a county prosecutor can remove from office an elected official who is accused of knowingly or willfully failing to do their job. That sounds pretty serious. What is exactly the attorney general alleging that Gardner has done wrong? The document that Bailey filed in court makes three basic allegations, that she's allowing cases in her office to languish, and that's leading to charges being dropped for failure to prosecute because she isn't moving forward with them. She's not keeping in touch with the families of victims to tell them about her decision or the outcome of cases, which is something that she's constitutionally required to do, and that she's refusing to review cases submitted to her by the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. The proverbial straw that broke the camel's back in this case was a week tragedy in which a teenage volleyball player lost her legs as the result of a car accident. The driver of the car that caused this accident was out on bond in an armed robbery case, and there are multiple indications in court records that he had violated the terms of that bond. Gardner's office, however, had not filed a motion to revoke the bond and sent him to jail. Here's Andrew Bailey speaking in Jefferson City shortly after he filed these court documents. These three behaviors constitute a continued pattern of failure to discharge her duties in office and represent neglect under the statutes and warrant removal. At the end of the day, this is about the rule of law and about justice. Has Gardner responded? Gardner has defied calls to resign, and at an often rowdy press conference on Thursday, she called the move by Bailey nothing more than an attempt at voter suppression. The attorney general, as others, used this unfortunate incident and tragic happening to this young lady as a political stunt of an unelected individual who wants to use politics to stop the voice of the people in the city of St. Louis. But also, you heard Gardner for the first time take a modicum of responsibility for Daniel Riley, that's the driver of this car, being allowed out on the streets. She said that while her office could have done more to make efforts to revoke his bond, the idea prosecutors did nothing was, quote, disingenuous. She did not address the two other elements of Bailey's claims, that she was allowing cases to languish and not even reviewing those submitted to her by the St. Louis police. This is all pretty serious and there's a tragedy involved, but how much of this is politics? 
there are quite a bit of politics at play here. Gardner is a progressive black woman prosecutor, and that has made her the target of white Republicans in Jefferson City. It's been this way since she was first elected and then charged the former governor of Missouri, Eric Reitens, with invasion of privacy. What may have given Andrew Bailey a little bit of cover here to act as quickly as he did was statements on Wednesday from two progressive leaders in the city of St. Louis, Mayor Tashara Jones and Board of Aldermen President Megan Green. Here is the mayor, Tashara Jones, speaking ahead of a Black History Month event at a local elementary school. This incident and others have highlighted the fact that some improvements need to be made in her office. And um, she really needs to do some soul searching on whether or not she wants to continue as circuit attorney because she's lost the trust of the people. If Gardner continues to fight this, what happens next? This case will proceed in a trial-like fashion. Both sides will present evidence to back their claims. Bailey will argue that Gardner is willfully and knowingly refusing to do her job, and Gardner will have the ability to defend herself. It's currently assigned to a judge in the city of St. Louis, but I would not be surprised if all of the judges choose to recuse themselves. Gardner is obviously a known entity in the city of St. Louis. Like any court ruling, either side would have the right to appeal. If judges ultimately rule in favor of the attorney general and she is ousted from office, or if she chooses to resign, Republican Governor Mike Parson would be the one to appoint her replacement. That replacement likely would only serve through the end of Gardner's term in 2024 because the city of St. Louis is so heavily Democratic. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman, thank you for the update. It's a pleasure. Mark Degon edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.